Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is your host, Laura Marie. Thank you so much for tuning in. Though there is so much to cover, it just keeps coming in and coming in as the Democrats keep the crisis going one after the other to cover what they are actually doing behind closed doors. But we're going to start off today with Brian Stelter has been fired from CNN due to low ratings. In my humble opinion, (laughs) he won't be missed. And don't you guys find it funny how the Democrats are telling you, telling us to trust the FBI, yet they want to defund the police because they're not to be trusted? (laughs) You can't have it both ways. Just like George Gascon, who just beat the recall. Come on, guys. (laughs) You know that guy was recalled. They took away 30% of the signatures. They said they were not valid. Yet, after Newsom's recall, he signed an executive order. Every single election will be mailed in ballots because it's the most safe, honest, secure election where all signatures are valid. (laughs) You can't have it both ways. And here's another one. One more. Don't you guys love how the Border Patrol agents are not allowed to use deadly force to defend our southern border with all the cartel, drug dealers, beatings, you name it, they have to deal with it. But the new 87,000 IRS agents are allowed to use deadly force, carry weapons on law-abiding citizens. (laughs) Gee, What could possibly go wrong? I still feel a rumble coming. And let's not forget what Kamala Harris said. I heard it myself. I will never forget it. So nobody can say, show me the proof. Where'd she say it? I heard her say it myself on June 18th in 2020. And I quote, and once Trump's gone and we have regained our rightful place in the White House, look out if you supported him and endorsed his actions because we'll be coming for you next. You will feel the vengeance of a nation. No stone will be left unturned as we seek you out in every corner of this great nation for it is you who have betrayed us. She actually said that. My mouth was dropped. I was deer at headlights. I was like, there's no way she's going to be elected. But okay. They had to lie, steal, cheat in order to get there. By stealing the election. You know it. And I know it. And did you guys see Joe Biden the other day? He is so disgusting in every way. Corrupt, compromised, cheat, evil. And then he goes and he coughs into his hand, spreads germs when he signed the inflation reduction bill, which now they're calling it different things because it's not going to reduce the inflation at all. So despite spending the better part of two years scolding the American people about masks and vaccines, (laughs) Joe Biden isn't exactly a model of hygiene. I mean, the same day 
his wife tested positive for COVID after he just spent all this time vacationing, claiming he has COVID, comes back for a day, fumbles and mumbles and whatever else he's doing, and gets it again. Now Jill has it. And Biden was there spreading germs at a bill signing. I mean, he gave a fulsome cough in his hands after removing his mask to give some remarks about the Inflation Reduction Act. When he was finished mumbling, Biden sat down at a desk and signed the bill. He handed a pen to Senator Joe Manchin and shook Manchin's hand. Ew. (laughs) Then, for no apparent reason, Biden put his mask back on, only to share his germs with James Clyburn, Senator Chuck Schumer, and other lawmakers that were present. Biden then stiffly walked over to the mingle with the crowd and shake hands some more. (laughs) So basically, Joe Biden entered the room to sign the bill, took off his mask, coughed into his hands, signed the bill, (laughs) gave the pen to Manchin, put his mask back on, shook hands with everyone in the room, (laughs) and then walked out and disappeared to go back on vacation again, as he is currently. So disgusting. Whether he has COVID or not, but I do want to share, he recently, like in the last couple days, they said he tested negative just after he tested positive back to back within like a day or two being negative in between. And then his wife has it. Pray that nobody else gets it from him. You know, we talked about Brian Stetler being fired because his ratings are so low. When is the media going to get it? People are catching on to their lies. You know, with the Mar-a-Lago raid, Trump said they took three of his passports, right? The FBI, Trump says the FBI seized my passports. And the Democrats said Trump is lying. Then the media, Trump is lying. And the FBI comes out and says, sorry, President Trump, here are your passports back. The Democrats and the media are crickets, except for one, Morning Joe. He was like, why does he have to have three passports? What is he hiding? Um, two of them were expired. I still have some of my old driver's license. So what? I like the pictures. It's kind of fun to see how I've changed over the last few years. <laughs> so what? And I have a clip I'll share with you from Ned Price. He's the State Department spokesman. He was busted accidentally referring to the new liberal world order. And here it is. The vision uh, that the PRC, countries like the PRC, countries like uh, Russia, have for the international order. It is a vision that is starkly at odds uh, to the liberal uh, vision that we and our allies and partners uh, have for the international system. So... This White House claims that China and Russia's vision for new world order is different than this White House's vision of the new liberal world order. That's scary in itself and why it's so one-sided, why they're squashing conservatives' voices. That's my opinion, but it's just pretty obvious. Don't you guys agree? And here's something that I was blindsided about this morning. A report from Target in one year. Target's profits are down 90%. They claim that their net 
profits have plummeted $183 million in three months through to July 30th. That's pretty significant. And why? Inflation. And what's going to happen next? Layoffs. Store closures. If this continues on the same path, people are not spending. We must flip the house in November. Remember, I say it every show, and <laughs> I probably will until November. <laughs> we must vote red down the ticket and in person, no matter what they throw at us. We already know and talk on the street as another virus is due to come out in two to three months. They could stop it if they close the borders, but they won't. That's why we have COVID still. You know it and I know it. Democrats are passing as much as they can before November. They know it's going to be a red wave. They're going to do whatever it takes to stop us. Even Dr. Walensky, the director of the CDC, came out and she put out a memo on the pandemic response. Now that she's finally admitting that they made public mistakes and they need to own them. This was her response and I quote, we must take our concrete lessons learned from COVID-19 to improve how we deliver our science, guidance, and programs to the American people. Okay. In my opinion, the CDC needs to get back into the advice game, not the mandate game. You know, now that they're admitting that they made this mistake two years later. And isn't that funny how Biden ran on stopping COVID and yet his administration has more deaths from COVID than under Trump. So tired of the corruption and the lies. So many of us have been affected by this vicious disease. And even the vaccine, losing loved ones, getting sick ourselves, affecting us for the rest of our lives. And with that, we're going to take a break. And you don't want to miss the second segment. We're going to be having a live clip of John Boyd Jr. He's the president of the Black Farmers Association, sharing a lot about what's forthcoming on our food shortage and why. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is your host, Laura Marie. Talk on the street is that Liz Cheney, after her huge, miserable loss, 
is now blaming Trump. <laughs> and we all heard her compare herself to Abraham Lincoln. And to top it off, isn't it funny how the Democrats get away with attempting voter tampering? The Democrat chairperson in Minnesota encouraged Dems to vote over party lines, though that no matter how many Dems crossed over, it wasn't going to help her. And, you know, she has earned this negative discussion. She went to the dark side. Her obsession with stopping Trump shows her true colors and her reasoning for doing it, in my opinion, is anti-American. So her dad, Dick Cheney, did a commercial to encourage people to vote for Liz Cheney, though it failed miserably. And those of you who didn't have the opportunity to hear it, I happen to have a clip. <laughs> and here it is. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from the fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. And she will succeed. I am Dick Cheney. I proudly voted for my daughter. I hope you will too. I'm Liz Cheney, and I approve this message. Now, isn't that rich coming from a guy who lied about weapons of mass destruction? The corruption doesn't fall far from the tree. Why on earth would she want to stop the new world order and make America great again, energy independent? I was living great in those years, weren't you? So why would she want to stop all that and prevent Trump from doing it again? Makes no sense unless she's in with the dark side. I have a feeling we're not going to see the end of Liz Cheney. Though she made $36 million in just a few years, I'd like to see her tax returns. And I'm sure we're going to see her on The View <laughs> or CNN, MSNBC. They'll find a place for her. Joe Biden called her after her miserable defeat. And why was that? The corruption has no bounds with these people. So while we have California diverting trillions of gallons of fresh water into the ocean every year since Barbara Boxer left office as senator, the drought in that area is serious, self-inflicted, created by the Democrats. They got rid of so many dams in California for frivolous reasons. And now you have Lake Mead in Nevada and Lake Powell at record level lows. In two years, if there's not any significant rain to fill up those lakes, the power will shut off and it will affect millions of residents in those areas. The water is so low in Lake Mead, they just found the fifth set of human remains. They have found cars, all kinds of things. Wonder what mafia hit job that was back when they created Las Vegas. <laughs> 
In prior shows, we have talked several times about the 20 different processing plants for all sorts of foods in America that have burned down to the ground, two of them being hit by small planes since Joe Biden took office. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, while the media was focused on the Mar-a-Lago raid, our largest grain source in America burned down to the ground. We've all seen the shortages in the stores, and it's only going to continue to get worse. And we talked about that too. They are forcing farmers and ranchers out of business. And who's buying them up? China and Bill Gates. So earlier, I was listening to John Boyd Jr. He's the president of the Black Farmers Association. He was sharing all of his struggles farmers and ranchers are going through today and how this administration is making matters way worse with empty promises. I have a clip of John Boyd Jr. explaining what these hardworking patriotic Americans are going through. These guys work hard for little profit. When asked how the Inflation Reduction Act bill affects the farmers, this is what John Boyd Jr. said. Well, thank you very much for having me. Well, it's about uh, principle and integrity. Uh, The president pretty much repealed a bill uh, that would help uh, 14,000 plus uh, uh, black and other farmers of color uh, that we've been waiting on for about 30 years. So here we are faced with the highest uh, input costs for farmers and and our history as as producers, uh, agricultural producers in this country. We're in the middle of a recession. Uh, inflation, and this administration failed to act and meet the needs of uh, American farmers. While well, we provided uh, $50 billion in aid to Ukraine, $100 uh, million for Ukraine farmers, we can't seem to get resources in the hand of America's farmers. We have 11,000 farmers right now that are more than 90 days delinquent at the United States Department of Agriculture, and this bill stripped away a farm moratorium provision that protected these farmers. And now uh, Senator Schumer uh, said that he was going to work with me to uh, provide that language and nothing has happened. Uh, The president has not had a meeting that he's committed to over a year ago. And you know, when these farmers lose land, we have uh, countries like China who's buying this land from uh, America's farmers. So we're putting America's farmers behind the wheel. We're losing land and uh, we're We're helping countries like China uh, buy land and and, and Bill Gates. This is America, and we can do far better than than what we're treating America's farmers right now. And when asked all the money that this White House, this administration, has been dishing out to other countries and to illegal citizens and not the American farmers, how is he taking that? This was his response. Yes. The hardest, the hardest occupation known to man, people, is farming. And I get up every day and I work hard. And next year I'll be celebrating my 40th uh, year as a farmer in this country. I'm a, I'm a fourth generation farmer. And here we are uh, watching aid go out to all of these countries. Uh, to be, We're helping farmers in, in foreign countries. But we can't help United States citizens and the American farmers right here. Uh, the last thing we should be doing is letting China... And, and Bill Gates buy up America's farmland, running up prices to 11 to 15 and almost 
$20,000 an acre uh, right here. And we're facing a food shortage in this country where the American consumer is going to pay the high cost of food in the coming, in the coming months in their local grocery store. So if you haven't been to the grocery store lately, I challenge you to go and look at the high cost of food. And it's because we're not investing in America's farmers and we're not putting more small-scale farmers into business. And these are things that we should be talking about in this country. And I invite uh, other candidates uh, that, are, that are looking to uh, seek office that uh, people like myself, we're looking for a new direction in this country because we're not getting the help that we need uh, and they're not answering the pleas and the cries of the American farmer in this country. And when John Boyd Jr. was asked how it feels like China first and America last. This is what he said. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I spoke to the White House yesterday, and there's still no, no meeting. And, and, and I opened up the show with uh, principle integrity. When you give a man your word as a, as a farmer, that's all we have. We don't have a whole lot of money. You have to live and stand by what it is that you said that you're going to do. This president said that he was going to have a meeting with me to discuss these things, such as uh, uh, the food shortage and, and, and the, all of the crises are facing America's farmers. And yes, we're in a crisis. And the president has not answered that plea. Uh, and now you have Senator Schumer, the, the leader in the Senate, who hasn't got delivered on language that he said that would protect America's farmers while they figure out what in the same world they're going to do with these uh, so-called money that's going to help us, they've opened up the door for more foreclosures for American farmers. And the people who are buying this land, people is China. And, and people like Bill Gates are just running this land up so that the American farmer cannot expand his farming operation and buy this land. Uh, and, and people, I'm here to tell you today, there's terrible, terrible wrong, and that shouldn't be the American way. You need to take care of America's farmers first. America's farmers should come first. And when asked if he felt... If John Boyd Jr. felt that the Biden administration betrayed him, this is what he said. Well, he hasn't stood by his word, and, and that's, what I, that's what I'm telling you today. It's, it's all principle and integrity. You have to do what it is that you say you're going to do. The Agriculture Department hasn't lived up to help uh, America's farmers the way that it should, and this White House certainly hasn't lived up to his word. Uh, and uh, I I need to say this, that uh, many black farmers voted for this president, and he made a whole lot of promises that he hasn't kept. And I would like to sit down and talk to him about that. And also we have, uh, like I said, choices. Uh, I hear that many people on the Hill said we don't have any choice. We have a whole lot of choices. We have midterm elections coming up. We have 2024, and, and people are hurting, and they're looking for answers. They're looking for answers, people. So right now is a good opportunity for a lot of people who are running for office to get out here and start talking about the farm prices and the food shortage and inflation and all of the uh, upfront uh, up costs that have that really uh, put a lot of farmers out of business. So again, we have 11,000 farmers that are more than 90 days delinquent, and yes, they're all facing foreclosure, and there's no provision as I speak to you this morning, Joe, that's going to protect America's farmers. This is serious. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow patriots, our food shortage is being man-made by the Democrats and the globalists between them burning down over 20 food processing plants across our country. And now you heard it from John Boyd Jr., the president of the Black Farmers Association himself, 
And the reason why I wanted to play that for you guys today, because nobody can say it better than him. And this is something maybe we should start a GoFundMe page or go on Twitter and blast Elon Musk because a lot of times he's unaware of what's going on and he might want to step in and help out. Or President Trump, if somebody can get a message to President Trump. I'll see what I can do. I do have a few friends that that uh, associate with him, so I might be able to as well. But if we all come together and help our farmers it might just be what they need. Pray, pray for a miracle. We're going to end our show with, with John Boyd Jr. today and lots of prayers. Thanks so much for tuning in. I felt it was important to hear the truth of what our farmers are really going through and not just the black farmers of America, all farmers and ranchers in America. Thanks again for tuning in. You can always reach me at talkonthestreet.net or talkthestreet.com. Have a great evening. God bless you. God bless America. Pray for a miracle. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.